If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. For the last week of September 2018, you're tuned into The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And it's been one big week leading into what is shaking up to be a massive October. So let's get stuck in. Starting with a birthday. So everybody wish happy birthday to your favourite search engine, Bing! Just kidding, but it is Google's birthday, as the search engine we've all known and practically rely on turns 20. It can almost legally drink in America. Just one more year or it can Google itself for fake IDs. That birthday ends September as does the announcement of quite a few gadgets on their way out to people in the next few weeks, starting with four new Amazon speakers. There's a new version of the hockey puck-sized Echo Dot, a new version of its plus-sized sibling, the Echo Plus, and one that is all about that bass with an Echo Sub. And then there's also something a little bit different coming in the form of a screen called the Echo Show. It's basically a 10-inch tablet with a speaker and Amazon Smart Assistant inside, and it'll accompany you in the kitchen, the living room and let you ask Amazon's Alexa things with the answers well not just being told but also shown on the screen. You can even call people on Skype because there's a webcam and really it's just the start of a category we're going to expect more from as the smart home takes off with more smarts to be found around the home. We suspect Google has one coming and Lenovo showed one at CES earlier in the year so you can probably expect quite a few more from other manufacturers on the way. There's also more coming from what used to be Netgear's Arlo security brand, and is now just Arlo, with security lights to help stop would-be intruders, while Samsung's Galaxy Watch looks set to launch in Australia next week. This week, however, much of the news centred around cameras, thanks in part to the Photokina show in Germany. There we saw the announcement that Panasonic would be joining the likes of Sony, Nikon and Canon with a full-frame mirrorless camera, announcing the S1 and S1R. The cameras will need new lenses, something Panasonic has been working on with Leica, and Leica has some ready to go. That brings both good news and bad news, though. The good news is that when Panasonic's S1 comes out, it'll have lenses. Great! The bad news is they'll probably cost a fortune because, well, Leica is making them. We'll know for sure when the Panasonic S1 and S1R come out next year. Before then, a new camera from Fujifilm is grabbing our attention, offering a staggering 50 megapixels in a bigger medium format sensor. It's not even the most impressive thing for Fujifilm this week, with the company talking about a 100 megapixel camera. It's not going to be ready for a little bit, but at least you'll find the 50 megapixel GFX 50R in stores in November for just over 7 grand. Now, 7K is a lot of money for a camera, but you know what else is a lot of money? 2 grand for a phone. That's how much Apple's new iPhone XS Max costs, with the 256 gig model costing 2049, while the 512 gig model is 2360. 69, just 20 bucks more than Apple's 512 gig super thin MacBook. It's so expensive, you might as well call it the $2,000 phone because it pretty much is. So is it worth it? Is the iPhone XS Max worth the cost? We've been reviewing the iPhone XS Max for a week now, and we can tell you that while it may not hit the value Apple is looking for, it is a very good phone. An incremental update to the iPhone X, it's not going to be an upgrade path for anyone with last year's special model. But if you're after a big iPhone with a massive 6.5-inch screen and battery life to match, well, the XS Max is it. Never mind that we still have trouble saying the name right. Is it XS? Is it XS Max? The phone is another great Apple design wedged in between glass 
glass and metal. It's slippery, but it feels great in the hand, and the performance is solidly matched as well. You'll find no lag from the new hardware, and Apple's new chip just flies. The camera is also really worth pointing out, not just because it's good, but because it does a great job with color and highlights, and doesn't blow out images like in previous models. The battery can hit a good day for most people, but if you don't call people as often, you'll find a day and a half is possible as well. Our only major issue is the price, which is just staggeringly crazy. We get the iPhone is a premium phone, and Apple is a premium brand, but paying this much for a phone is really hard, and Apple even takes out the lightning converter that you had on previous models. So is the iPhone XS Max worth it? Well, maybe, but if you're on the fence, check out the competition because there's a lot this year. Lots to choose from and not enough time. At least not today, because we're out of it. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. The Wrap appears every Friday at Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and picker.com.au, and we'll be back next week for more tech in practically no time. Until then, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. 